Hey, shush, shush, listen up. I want to say something. People, Earth, I need to say something. Listen to me. I hope every one of you behind the screens on this arena can feel this level of happiness just one time in your life. I hope all of you can feel how happy I am just one time in your life. But guess what? You never feel this level of happiness if you don't go for something in your own life when they knock you down, when they try on you, when they talk about you, and they try to put their foot on your neck. If you stay down, you will never ever get that resolve. Fortify your mind and feel this level of happiness as you rise one time in your life. But I'm blessed to be able to feel this again and again and again and again and again. Let's go. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Uh, hit play on that bitch, nigga. What's going on? What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Black Zeus. You are the beautiful people. This is Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode nine. We are back in the studio, baby, with a lot of Eddie Guerrero vibes. R.I.P. Dante in the corner. What's going on, Britta? Nigga, you suck. You're going to have to fix your camera. What do you mean? Yeah, or move in. Yeah, yeah. you're still kind of not really in there. I'm going to help you out real quick. See, you thought you were all artistic, and yeah, let me set up this slick ass. Sit how you want to sit comfortably, baby. Sit how you want to sit comfortably. Come on now, boo-boo. It's Okay, okay. Uh, There you go. You should be all right there. All right, sweet. Baby, I'm talking to you, the audience. Baby, you know what we're all about here at the podcast? We're all about authenticity. What just happened now? Authentic, all right? The camera was fucked up. Did we decide to restart? No. Would I have done that in the past? Absolutely. Have I done DMT and my mind has changed? Yes. (laughs) Keep it in. That's... That's what she said, but don't keep it in if you're going to bust, because it's a trap, nigga. Unless you want to keep it in and bust, and then it's not a trap. Unless she doesn't want you to keep it in and bust, but then you still keep it in and bust. That's a reverse trap. That's a reverse uno. Well, wasn't planning on starting the podcast like that. Uh, (laughs) If you're watching the, the wide angle... And you're weirded out because you see that I'm wearing all black. By the way, shout-outs shout outs to Trippy Black Zeus merch. Still available. Uh, this one's actually a one-of-one, one, this trippy-ass one, which is maybe it's for the DMT master, which is me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm wearing white socks, and it's weirding me out. I went a little Michael Jackson with it. 
<laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying, bro? Uh, how you living, Dante? You know me, I'm living blessed and highly favored today. That's I got good. that Latino. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I've been I've been taking Dante through uh the wrestling uh I don't know, mythosphere. How yeah, do we the, the wrestling rabbit hole, I guess? I don't know. I wouldn't yeah, it's it's a well, what do you call comic book lore? The, the lore. Wrestling lore. Because honestly, yeah, if, yeah. if you want to look at wrestling as anything, you might as well just look at it as Marvel. Yeah, uh, no it's different. There literally is no difference. The only difference is, is that they don't do it on, on pages. When they say, hey, we're going to hell, it's a hell in a cell. It's yeah. a hell in a cell. And then they build a 20-foot fucking steel cage. That was always my favorite, even though I never for, watched it. For two people to go and play fight inside. It's really adorable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're like, it's hell. It's hell in a cell. And then, no, no. Hell in a Cell has produced actually some of the most gruesome wrestling replay videos. Still to this day, I'm sure you've heard Mankind and Undertaker, the guy getting thrown off the top of the cell. You don't even have to be. You, you've never seen this, I nigga. You've no, never like, seen this I don't right know now. These people, like, okay, not not the names, I, I'm sure but even I've the seen, concept. I've seen people get pause this off. Eddie Guerrero match. R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero. We're coming right back to this match. We're just we're not even. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, because you're hearing wrestling and you, we're watching matches and stuff. This is just for the studio. We're just setting studio vibes. All right, I'm watching this Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio classic, uh, <laughs> by the way, from 1997. Absolute classic, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. It was the title versus mask match, which uh, luchadors, they wear masks. Rey Mysterio is a luchador. He wears the mask. Eddie had the title. He put his title up on the line. Rey put the mask up on the line. And then they went and had a barn burner of a match, as the industry would, would call it. Look at that. Did you see that? Yeah. Bro, that was so crisp. Anyways, pause this for a second. Uh, go into the search for me. And now type in mankind thrown off cell. Is this where he like breaks his back or something? Uh, he doesn't break his back, but it's not even enough that he got thrown off the cell. Is that he also got slammed through it? No, you went too hasty, nigga. Don't just start. You're not the wrestling expert here. Don't just start clicking videos all of a sudden. You don't know what I want to show you here. Um, the under scroll down a little bit. Um, but wait, wait, wait. Pause. Uh, the Undertaker recalls from. Okay, it might be the second video. That one, actually, the third one. Click this one. Because it looks like it shows him going through it. So, yeah. This is 1998. Uh, full screen this bitch. Nigga, what's going on right now? 1998, Undertaker versus Mankind. Hell in a Cell. I think this is the second ever Hell in a Cell match. The first one was Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels. Um, so, even the concept of this match is crazy. It was... It, so, they started the match on the top of the cell, which wasn't supposed to be... Look at that! He threw him off, bro. No padding. The match, they wanted to stop the match, but Mick Foley is literally one of the craziest people in the wrestling industry ever. And he said, fuck this. He came back. That wasn't supposed to happen. He he got choke slammed and the steel cage gave way. And he literally got slammed through it, bro. To the point where his no like uh his tooth. Look at his tooth. His tooth is in his nose. Go back. Pause that shit. Yeah. Like, go back. That's his tooth in his nose, bro. It lodged through his the roof of his mouth into his nose. And he's smiling. 
And I was like, what is this, 1998? Yeah. I was like 10 years old, bro. I was like, this is the craziest shit. White people are insane, bro. <laughs> For my entertainment, they do this. Um, love and respect to them, for real. <laughs> At least to Mick Foley. Not all of them. Not the Hitlers. Uh, <laughs> see, we don't have to take, just because me and Kanye are both outlandish artists, we don't have to take the same stances on everything. Well, that got weird. Anyways, back to Eddie Guerrero. You can just leave that on mute in the background. Uh, make sure it's not coming through on the recording, too. I think we forgot to check. No, it's not coming through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can just full screen this for me. Uh, you have no wrestling knowledge, eh? I know. You grew up nothing? No, it was like banned. And this is what's so crazy. My mom banned it, but she was like the ultimate wrestling fan, bro. Like, she hoarded it See, all that's to herself. A, that's actually kind of mean. That doesn't even make sense. I think you described this to me. So, you had a trampoline. Yeah. Like, the logic of it makes sense, but at the same time, doesn't make sense. Because if you know kids, so you describe it. Like, you had the trampoline, mm-hmm. and then you weren't allowed to watch wrestling. Why? Because we would do the stunts. But that's, like, were you already doing the stunts? Dog, we have a trampoline. The whole point of a trampoline is stunts, bro. You don't go on a trampoline to sit down. So your mom literally said you can't watch this because I'm afraid you'll do, like, hurricane runners and moonsaults. And they weren't even doing 450 splashes yet. I don't know what that means. Exactly. (laughs) 450 splash? Was that a spin? 450 rotational splash. Like, a 450 spin. Uh Uh-huh. So you spin your body 450 degrees, essentially, to the point where you're back, and then you do a splash, like, Like off the top rope. Exactly. So it would be, like, off the top rope, they would do a fucking... It would be, like, what are one and a half, two and a half rotations? You said 540? No, 450. 450. Whatever. It's not that important. It looks really amazing on Mm -hmm. camera, is is the deal. Um, I mean, we can, but I'm pretty sure we actually might see one in this match. Regardless... um, so yeah, we were, because my mom was like, she doesn't want us to see the moves because then we would be doing the moves. The rock the bottoms and shit, bro. Like yeah, but we had a trampoline, bro. This I'm not gonna thing. lie though, like me and you have an age difference, and I do remember because uh, there was a couple deaths that made like big news headlines, uh-huh. like uh, some kid, some kid killed another kid, giving him a pile driver or something. Some yeah. kid killed his sister. I remember. Um, yeah, because you don't know that it's fake. When well, like, yo, I actually even you saying this is is I'm triggered, bro. Because um, before every WWE or back then WWF uh, television show, this big disclaimer: do not try this at home. It is highly dangerous. Yeah. Da, 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 this is by trained professionals, mm-hmm. and they would make a big deal of it, especially after all those well, not all those, but those few deaths that made mm-hmm. big headlines. So like. It's just funny to me that your mom is a wrestling fan. Yeah, like the biggest. And she, was, she, she would talk about, yeah, I remember watching. Yeah, so she robbed you of like real moments. Yeah. Like, Well, I wouldn't say she robbed me. Cause bro, you were robbed, bro. But I grew up on MMA, so. Nigga, what the fuck does that mean? MMA wouldn't even be without wrestling. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I love I mean, MMA. You no, know, but I love I MMA. But wait a second, though. You literally did. Don't tell me you didn't get robbed of moments because just because you had the MMA moments, mm-hmm. you straight up missed. Bro, you missed the entire Attitude Era. Like you're telling me. Yeah. So you didn't even know that. That's one of the most iconic yeah, moments but, of the '90s. Did you watch BJ Penn go? Through yes, the- I did. Okay, I was watching. 
My first of I actually came in during the uh, the Iceman and, oh, and yeah, I came yeah. in during that whole the first season of Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really brought me in because I was I, I watched like the fucking brawl fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we'll get into this later. We're yeah. gonna at the end of the episode, ladies and gentlemen, we will get into the UFC 287 recap. <laughs> uh but right now, uh, let's do the normal thing. We'll we'll just get into the comedy recap. We started with a lot of wrestling. Um, Dante, that, that, that is wild to me though. I, I feel bad because, but you, regardless, the rock. Yeah. We, and uh, once again, my mom is a huge rock fan. Yo, like, like, <laughs> she's, like she's, stone cold, yeah. Chris Jericho on the mic, man. Booker T you miss, but I don't see it as missing. Like, obviously I didn't All get right, to experience fair. it. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you, like, you relive these moments. Well, I mean, I get to see it now because it's all on YouTube. But like, even growing up, you know, we were. But there's something about being in the moment. You know what I mean? Like being yeah. with the crowd in yeah, those 100%. big hype zeitgeist moments, like the cultural. You watching UFC 287 last night. Because it's tougher. <laughs> it's tough for wrestling to be in the cultural spotlight anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's like taboo. The thing. not even taboo. It's just nobody cares. Like the attitude era, bro. When I went to school, like. There were gir- like there was equal number of girls watching wrestling mm. as there was guys. Like yeah. it was everybody was on it, bro. Like everybody was on it. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, the attitude era ushered in a lot of how we exist today, bro. Cause like before then, before the attitude era of wrestling, you didn't get like bitch ass, like these words on TV. In abundance, you would get like one after nine o'clock, and then you would get fuck after eleven o'clock, yeah. and then you would get maybe boobs, like on a Friday night. Yeah, that's see, that's when I you got know to what watch I mean. Wrestling, Friday but nights. that's but that's <laughs> so wrestling, wrestling actually started ushering in all like the regular raunchiness. Yeah, they were the first to get to do it for some reason, but um, it made for crazy amazing entertainment mm-hmm. and television, and uh, you know. But uh, let's let's go into a light recap. I really didn't do much outside of the corner this week, but the corner is my home, and I had one of my favorite sets in in recent history. To be perfectly honest, and I feel like I've said this uh, on the podcast the last little while, but every set, just like I'm more and more locked into what the fuck, like whoever this version of me is, bro. I've gotten to the stage in comedy to where I can uh, completely translate and and like relate whatever it is that I'm experiencing off stage on stage and articulate it exactly how I want to. No longer am I struggling because when when you don't really have your voice quote unquote on stage or when you don't have that shit figured out, you you're piecing it together. And one of my favorite things about looking back at my career so far which is only 12 years but i knew immediately what i wanted to talk about you know what i mean and i think this is the case for a lot of artists man when you first start you start with grandiose ideas but the subject matter that i was trying to relate or come across or you know like um articulate Mm -hmm. i was nowhere near the capability you know what I mean? Nowhere near. And now I can literally take three words from this sentence and go make a whole hour, bro. Like yeah. I, like just something unlocked in my brain. And that's not even the DMT or any of that shit. That's just straight up fucking 12 years of this shit and me really dedicating 
myself to just being the best version of myself on and off stage. So which can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Just real quick, because you you talked about your your DMT experience. Which was ten years. I'm still processing this. And, and what he means by that, ladies and gentlemen, is that when I did that DMT trip, it felt like I was gone for ten years, yeah. but I wasn't. But it felt like I, I downloaded ten years worth of information. Right, and your comedy experience is twelve years. So, like, do you think like there's some sort of correlation there where you, you've taken? Not necessarily. Okay. Because uh, but even before that happened, because you know I I recorded my special in November last year. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that was eleven years worth. Yeah. That was eleven and a half years, okay? Because, okay. uh, or not even a half, like eleven and three quarter years worth of shit. Because March is my anniversary year. Okay. Um, so eleven years and and some change of accumulated growth and and experience and all that stuff. But from then to now, I feel mm-hmm. like I've progressed twelve years. Gotcha. And that's only been a few months. Mm-hmm. So. And then now, like, honestly, the psychedelics, which I'm not even doing frequently or anything, but then I finally had a break. And it's not even like it was the first time I tried DMT. I've tried DMT before, but I've never had a breakthrough. And maybe that I also didn't explain properly on that on that uh, DMT trip episode, the breakthrough episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was my first time breaking through, mm-hmm. which was a really, you know, uh, refocusing, recentering experience. Yeah. Um and reaffirming. So all all these things, I don't even think DMT was like it was new grandiose visions. It was just like very much you're on the right path. You've been doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and like here's uh making sense of a lot of like here's some fucking it just sprinkled me with a lot of sense, yeah. a lot of gnosis, a lot of understanding for all the experiences, knowledge, and wisdom I've taken in. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's what was happening with that, and then yeah, man. Even even at the corner, bro, I started talking about some of these books that I've been reading, but not like I didn't expect it. You know, I didn't even have a joke about it. If anything, I was making fun of like me and this uh, lady in the audience. Keegan was her name. Shout out to Keegan. Nice, nice, classic white, white Keegan right there. Um, and this is exactly how, how we were joking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause that she was, was the same joke you made on stage. It was pretty much actually I posted the joke on my social media, but by the time this episode goes out, yeah. I'm gonna post like pretty much the entire set on sure. the YouTube channel. Yeah. So make sure if you're listening to this uh, or watching it on the YouTube channel, go back and watch the comedy clip. Because yeah. um, I will definitely post that link in the description. Link in the de- ooh oh that's how that works. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we're actually taking this YouTube thing more seriously now. So link in the description, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can even put a little annotation in the fucking video and be like, here's the video. You could click and then we could send it to the thing. Just click the thing on the thing. We're YouTubers. What? Um, so yeah, like we were just talking about, she, she's like woke, bro. Mm-hmm. And then I just went in on that. I'm like, woke killed activism. It's like, because talking, talking outwardly about black empowerment used to scare white people. And now... They just walk up and start touching my dreads. It's like I had such a great moment with her, bro. Yeah. Um. And and that I I wasn't able like. I don't know, man. It's just such a. I I feel like I'm having very human connections with my audiences, and I'm able to just stretch it as far. In in the spectrum of truth too, because I'm really not trying to. I don't know, man. 
I'm trying to be as authentic to whatever the fuck all of us are experiencing. By the end of that set, I started talking about how we're all just like, everybody knows what I'm saying is right, but we don't give a fuck. We're all going home at the end of the night, myself included, to just scroll on our phone. <laughs> and then this one girl right in front of me, this other uh, a female audience member, she's like, I know. And like, you can feel the, yeah. the fucking, the yeah. sadness. In her. And then so I just started talking to her. I'm like, isn't it, doesn't it fucking, isn't it weird? Yeah. Can't we just talk about it? Like it's addicting as shit, but we, it sucks. But we just scroll. You're just gonna go home and look for Fart Monday videos. And I can't even be mad. But it's like, yeah, bro, we're all caught in this weird addictive cycle and loop. And because everybody just keeps feeding into it and also s siphoning out from it. Like, I, I feel like we're getting to this point where people think that we need social media to help pass our time. Like, they forgot to just pass go outside, time. bro. Like, <laughs> I, I swear to God. And I'm, I grew up, again, I sound like I an old fucking man. Shit. It's not <laughs> even that I grew up on outside, bro. It's just, what I was going to say was I grew up in both eras. Okay. So I've, I have the experience of growing up without a cell phone and the internet and with. Yeah. And and I'm so grateful for that, bro. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that, bro. Because you know, I I know that there's better, and I'm not living the life that I need to convince anybody that there's better. But live whatever the fuck life you need to live, that helps you pass whatever time you think you need to pass, however you think you need to pass it. But I I see this all as distraction shit, man. Even this podcast, bro. Like it's just distraction. Probably shouldldn't be saying that because I'd love for you to continue listening all that shit, but nigga i I do this because you know it's it is one of the things in the realm of comedy that I'm comfortable doing without like this is authentic to me, you know you guys have heard me bash memes all day long up and down, like we're not gonna be fucking releasing memes. that's not it. We're gonna be releasing meaningful conversations, meaningful content, and comedy clips and, and shit within that spectrum. And you know what? I might even release a meme one day. Who fucking knows? Because I'm not that oblivious to think that hmm, maybe one day. I, I have sketches, bro. If you look in my history in comedy 11 years ago, I started in a sketch troupe. I, I like, uh, Patrice has this amazing interview where he's talking. He's like, I did the tap dance, bro. I, I did tss, tss. Like I tried. I, I'm not out here just talking and bashing shit because I don't try them. And I'm not bashing shit because, like, my homies are doing it too. So why the Any way you can prosper, bro, that, do that. And um, I'm just grateful we're fucking staying authentic to ourselves. It is Easter Sunday right now as we're recording this. You have your family do any Easter shit? You celebrate Easter? Or yeah, we celebrate Easter. Um, but, like, we didn't really have, like, many traditions. Like, our main thing was... You know, the egg hunt, chocolate, um, bun and cheese. Hey, bun and cheese, bun and Jamaican <laughs> Easter, bro. Let's go. Um, but, like, to this day, you guys don't really do anything. Everybody's adults now. Like, all the kids grew up. You guys grew yeah, up. Yeah, we, we're all doing our own. The parents don't really give a shit. I'm out here working. You the know. parents, like, because, uh, like, any traditional Easter, like, uh, mass, Sunday mass or anything like that happened? No, just, yeah, same. just eggs. The eggs was mass, bro. That's not, eggs is not tradition. <laughs> That's white was, tradition. I don't even know what the fuck. I'm sure if we look into it, it's some weird Well, I think inclusion you know on I Easter. Think the Easter egg hunt is? What? The hunt for Gnosis, like low key. You know, That's how you interpret it? That's one way to interpret it. Yeah. 
I just, I don't know. It's almost kind of creepy. It's above the, you know. I, I know what I you know. You know what I mean? Because you enjoy looking for and learning <laughs> new things. That's just the truth of it, you know. And I like chocolate, so. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just correlated those two things kind of broke my brain a little bit, but I'll give it to you, bro. I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just high enough to just tolerate whatever you just said. <laughs> um, you want to jump into the, the poll results for this week? Um, sure. You can even overlay it over the, the resting or pause the resting for a second. Um, sure. Um, I do not remember what this week's question was, so I will actually need you to pull it up on the screen for me, please. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the podcast, the beautiful people of this podcast, as I like to call you, as you should be calling yourselves because you are (laughs) beautiful people, Uh, every Wednesday on the podcast, we discuss the results of the weekly interactive poll. Now, every Monday on my Instagram story feed, I, I launch the interactive poll. So every Monday, uh, aka Black Zeus is my Instagram handle. Make sure you're following me on my story feed for 24 hours. I leave up a question. Uh, the beautiful people then go in and choose, and we discuss the results here. And this week, the poll question is: What era of music is the best? Uh, the options were 60s uh, to 70s, 80s to 90s. The 2000s and current. And uh, before we get to the results, Dante, what do you think? I know it's tough, eh? It's tough. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Did you vote on this one? No, I didn't vote on this one. Here, bitch. I vote on it live, okay? (laughs) I vote on it live. Fair enough. You are here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, me personally, the best era, like... I like current stuff, but in terms of like, in general, which has the best music, I'm I'm thinking like, in terms of like the music that I like. Man, shut up, bro. Stop girling me to death and just fucking give me your answer. (laughs) I'm thinking 80s, 90s. Like, I needed you to do this. Like, just, uh, you know, just, yes. (laughs) 80s, 90s? That's what I, like. Okay, you said 80s, 90s? Yeah, because it, it still had that. That was like the last bit of authenticity, and then in the you don't think two thousands had authenticity, bro? It was getting commercialized by then, bro. Like it was, it's just they're just. You're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like it, I'm not saying there was bad music. No, you're not but wrong. Like actual musicality as an art form. I have to think in terms of my favorite artists overall, and I actually think most of them came from the two thousands. Same with mine, but if we're saying the best music, like I, well, this is what era is, of music is the best. Like, like the, it's obviously objective. Like, you know, this is like, how you feel about it. Because it, are we doing 2000s to 2010 and then 2000 to 2020? Because we're skipping from 2000s to current. That's Well, 2000s years, is 2000s and the 2010s. Because each one of those is two decades, if you notice. Like 60s and 70s, okay. 80s and 90s, 2000s and 2010s, 2010s. and then current. So 2020. So, I, okay, so maybe I might be biased, but then it would have to be the 2000s because... That's when all my favorites. That's what I'm saying. Two thousands, you know bro. What I mean? um, but is it the best I, music? Yeah, I'd argue. Cause, cause honestly, early two thousands is the peak. True. I don't think it peaked in the nineties. It peaked in the early two thousands. Okay. 
and then started dropping off in yeah. the 2010s. To me, hip hop died when Laffy Taffy came out. Like Laffy Taffy was the stamp to me. Like I'm like something about that song, bro. I still remember to this day because it it, it divided the room. You know what I mean? I was in high school when Laffy Taffy came out. It divided the room. Yeah, but it was the beat. It was so ding 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 ding. And I went back and forth on the song myself. I hated it, and then I would be like, I like it. Overall, I hate it. I think it's the death of hip hop, so bro. Wait, wait, what year is that? Uh, I would like somewhere between 04, 04 and 07, somewhere around there. Who's it by? Uh, D4L. Shake that laffy taffy. That laffy taffy. Oh, shake that laffy taffy. It was the, it was the complete. If you look at where this new sound. Ultimately, I think started from, bro, it started from this horse shit. That Laffy Taffy instrumental is one of the laziest. I remember back in the day, bro, my boy was hand dog, actually. Shout out to Henny, the guy who makes the music for the podcast and one of my absolute best friends. So this guy, all right, back in the day, we would freestyle and he would make random garbage beats. Like he would just because he was just starting out, so he would just make random beat, and I don't even think they were garbage. Yeah. But like but to his like current standards, yeah. Yeah. garbage. And he would use Fruity Loops. He at the beginning of just learning how to use that shit, he's like he recreated this in front of my eyes in like two minutes, the Laffy yeah. Taffy beat, and I'm like, this is the beginning of the end of the mm. absolute end. Um, and that sound is pretty much what I think of when like. That's like the grandfather to Lil Uzi Vert and uh, and Playboy <laughs> Cardi and shit. You know what I mean? Like all this that baby horse shit. Like yeah, uh, not to call it horse shit, bro. If you like it, you like it, bro. Because honestly, I'm not. I'm not even trying to be that crotchety old man. Music is music, and you know you vibe to what you vibe to. Just yeah. be careful of what frequencies and vibrations you allow into your life, because you know you may be you may be on some really negative horse shit frequency. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I think the most influential musicians, like if you were to look at my top five, it's Yasin Bey, it's, it's Kanye, it's Nipsey, mm-hmm. uh, Pac is in there. Who, who were they? Okay. Kanye, Nip, Mos, uh, oh, Wayne, Wheezy. So, so like that's all the 2000s that's like man 2000s yeah and it's like a mix of like hardcore rap like wayne like wayne was yeah back in the day wayne was a gangster rap yeah. like you know what i mean yeah, like no i know so you know what i mean the, like i i just had this thought because i think the way we define the time of like music yeah is it shouldn't be defined by years in a way right it should be defined by like who's on top or whatever is on top at the time like the sound? Yeah, because like because we're we're trying to say like the the 2000s to the, you know, but like that's there's too much in there. You know what I mean? Like you should be like, "Oh, that the wheezy well, era." Well, ultimately you know even I mean? doing this doesn't make sense because it's generational. Yeah. It's 100% but, generational. You can't yeah. even really fully appreciate yeah. a previous generation's music fully like you can your parents i think you can take it in from their enjoyment Mm -hmm. because that's like 
secondhand enjoyment. Yeah. You, and then you get the stories. Your parents were at the concerts or whatever yeah, the no, fuck. You know what I mean? You get, you get direct, <laughs> you get a direct feet link into that era. But anything before then, like sixties and seventies, as much as I love seventies music, yeah. and I listen to it a lot. Yeah, I have zero real connection to it mm. because I just. Like you know what I mean? Outside of documentaries and yeah. and whatever the fuck, it's yeah. like for me, it's the nineties, two thousands, and yeah. and eighties because my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. and then tail end seventies, but not really. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and even for me, it's immigrants. So like, I live in I live in the West now, you know, yeah. like or yeah. now, but I grew up in the West. So like, my music that I grew up on is different than their music that they grew up well, on. And, and this, that's another thing because I didn't just grow up listening to hip hop. So yeah. it's like, there's like dance hall and soca. And I, like real talk, I don't even know the eras of those genres because yeah. just there's too much. There's the Beanie Man era, the Elephant Man era, you know Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ziggy, <laughs> Bombay plan four against wall. We sex them up to them. Call me. I'm the girl. Them sugar. That's all. Wait, wait. I'm the girl. Them sugar. Them. That's all. Or them call. I'm Welcome the to king of the dance hall. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, I botched it, but you know, sorry, Jamaicans. I apologize. I <laughs> yo, I love that song, bro. I love that song. Yeah. So like um, all those songs, like I also grew up listening to. Which yo, rhythms, song. bro. Rhythms, bro. Rhythms. Yeah, rhythms are sick. I I, I've, I I actually feel like I've had this conversation eight times in the last fucking two months. That whole era of rhythm, bro, like just beat tapes yeah. from the islands. That's the best. Like all those Sean Paul like hits that came from Ashley. That's what I'm saying. And that's like, 2000s. Bro, you know bro. Like, yeah, I know. And that's they go 2000s. back. That's <sighs> yeah. Okay, I, you know what? That's what it. Sean Paul... This is uh, the the Well, I don't really care what people say. I don't really watch what them want to do. <laughs> Still, I got to stick to my girl like glue, and I must not play number two. Um, let's get the results in this bitch. What did the people say? The people voted, and the results were... Damn. All right. 36% said 60s and 70s. 36%. 36% said 60s and 70s. 36% said 80s and 90s, and then 28% said 2000s. I think right before I took this final snapshot, I have one before where it was actually dead even. It was like 33% across the board. Mm. And nobody says current. <laughs> that says a lot, bro. That but says, I, I like some current stuff, though. This yeah, of course. A, there's a lot of good I current mean? shit, but no one's no one's arguing that it's the best. Yeah, well, it has to take some Because there's too It'll much be the horse best in five years. <laughs> yeah, people will be having this exact conversation that have grown up in this era yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like yo that one playboy cardi here where he's like yo that one that one Travis Scott song <laughs> don't you open up that window <laughs> yo ladies and gentlemen coming to the stage is playboy cardi um <laughs> Yeah, that's the current. But then also, here's also Playboy Cardi. Fucking Satan, yeah. to the pills. So, I mean, you know, shout outs to that if you like horse shit. I mean, sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to judge you for liking poop. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, 
That concludes the weekly poll question. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're following me, a.k.a. Black Zeus, on Instagram every Monday. New poll question goes live. You do your thing, and then we do whatever the hell we just did. Um, yeah, let's move forward. Dante, uh, how much time have how much time are we in on this actually? 35. We're already at thirty five. Yep. Shit. I think we're gonna have to go into the UFC results. Okay. Wait. Let's do a Dante's Inferno, nigga. Let's <laughs> let's take it there, ladies and gentlemen. It's a new weekly segment on the podcast called Dante's Inferno. My boy Dante goes and finds some of the wackiest, weirdest, funniest, whatever the fuck randomness that the world has to offer, brings it to the podcast, and then we will discuss it here right now. Yeah. So. All right. What do you got this week? So we're talking about you know people just doing dumb stuff, and we want to. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we want to highlight it and you know we we want to make sure the viewers at home that do not attempt this at home because you can hurt oh this guy's going wrestling with it okay fair <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the, the what you're about to see is done by trained professionals or idiots do not try this at home unless this you are willing to get hurt mentally physically emotionally scarred um so this video that i want to show you is about a guy that leaned into the whole maga you know, make America great again, influencer type okay. streamer thing. Yeah, dude. So he. Yes, country, bro. <laughs> Try to save it, man. So he basically like was doing like a live stream and he realized that he like messed up his future career options. Let me just pull this up real quick. And he's just, you know, having a little moment about it on stream. Okay, wait, what is it? Wait, wait, pause it for a second. Yeah. Let me let me read this uh caption. Just scroll up. Okay, MAGA. Oh my god. MAGA Nazi just realized that being a Nazi ruined his future career options. In quotes it says, I can never do anything else again. I decided to say the N-word. I decided to say I love Hitler and now I'm here. That is amazing, first of all. So we're about to watch the real-time breakdown, is what you're telling me. So I should Basically, turn this up. Yeah. I should turn this up. Right. <laughs> we're about to watch the real breakdown. So I should make turn it full up. screen for me. Yeah. Make make this full screen for me, please. <sighs> this is so this is a white man. I am I mean nigga. You know what I mean? Like when you fucking look up this shit, when you look up my fucking name, you know what comes up? Like, bro. Yo, he just dropped that. Like I say, nigga, to you all the time, bro. <laughs> Free yourself from your chains, nigga. That, yo, look at these comment sections. So, what exactly is this guy? Who is this guy? Okay, pauses. I don't really need to hear this shit. Um, so what's the full breakdown on this guy? What the fuck does he do? So he's just like a an influencer guy, right? And he would just pull up, you know articles the government's doing this da, 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 and you know white power whatever he was praising the nazis I, I i don't know the full story i just like the fact that he realizes actions have consequences because now he's like oh well now i actually can't work anywhere because he got famous hating people is that what he did yeah but did he get famous from the insurrection bullshit did he storm the capital no it's not even that but he's just like an influencer guy so He's he an just, actual influencer? People follow this guy? This is his live stream. Uh, so traditional like, Catholics and white nationalists called Sinclodfelters. Um, Kanye West inspired nah, his uh, harassment. Um, is Dalton Clodfelter the next Nick Fuentes? 
You can tell just by the voice. This guy really. You know what's you know what's fucking wild about people like this? You, you can stop it. It's it's horseshit. I just wanted to play this one part where he's like, I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I so he's saying he was doing it for the clout because what ended up what ended up happening is the more he did it, the more popular he got. Yeah. So he's like, let me just keep doing this. So he's blaming clout for his yeah, because desire he, for more clout? That's what he's saying. But he also said he chose to do it. Yeah. He wouldn't have done it if he wasn't getting the clout for doing it in the first place. You get what I'm saying? So because his... Instead of... So he's just deflecting... Like no, he's he, he's deferring all uh, accountability no, no, essentially. No, he started off by to saying, the movement. No, no, no. I, I accidentally skipped it, but he says he chose to do this. But if he wasn't doing it, yeah, then he doesn't know. He probably would have been doing something less stupid. <laughs> yeah, probably something productive, or who knows? I don't know. This guy's got Conan O'Brien shit on the back of his shelf. Like I love Conan O'Brien. Oh wait, no, that's not Conan O'Brien stuff. That's Donald Trump stuff. <laughs> Yo, that MAGA hat looks like that. Yo, that looks like a Conan O'Brien mug, and Conan O'Brien bobblehead next to that mug. But that is a Trump bobblehead. Yeah. No, this guy wouldn't be doing anything productive. What are you talking about? And you can tell by his voice. Anybody like this, bro? I swear, I have a th like these dudes beat off to black women porn, like for <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah. For sure, this guy's into big butts. Like his whole search history is just, just. I no turn it. I don't even. We don't need to fucking. I just don't understand though. Okay, why'd you close it though? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? You fucked up. I'll pull it back. I'll pull it back. You can keep talking though. Eh, whatever. That was that was weird. Bring better shit to Dante's Inferno. I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll bring more. I'm heat. gonna challenge you to bring something heftier. Hefty. Pause. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would I choose that word of all words? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking proud, boys. Because um, I get it. I know we're trying to highlight the absurdity of fucking of what's cloud going chasing, on. Bro. But that to me, that's not even cloud chasing. That's just. I don't know. I guess no, it is cloud it chasing is cloud in a sense. Because he, you get, he got more popular by doing it. This is the thing. It's like you gain a fan base by doing these kind of things. So yeah. now you're incentivized to do more of these things. And now the only way to gate and get I mean, I know, but this is a known thing already. I'm saying that really wasn't exciting. That fucking, that article was... Bring oh, me something just, fucking, bring me some fucking explosions, nigga. I got explosions. You brought me a white boy saying the N-word. That is nothing new. That is... <laughs> I asked this guy to bring me something controversial. He's like, so I have this white guy. He's into Trump and, wait, get this, he says nigger. I'm like, oh, my God. Stop the fucking presses, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll bring some more heat. I'm challenging you to bring me uh, a real black white supremacist, like that Chappelle sketch. But okay. find the real guy. Find the real guy. Find the real <laughs> guy <laughs> in today's times. Who's that guy? That, um, I think Joe Rogan had him on his podcast. That's two yeah. weeks. Kanye.
What a what a what a just a twist of the knife on that. Um, no, this black guy who would go Girl and Davis, talk. I know who you're talking about. I hate you so much, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? You really just did that to me, eh? That's hilarious. Good for you, though. Wow, you casually just went. I actually know who you're talking about, uneducated swine. You <laughs> would go and talk to the KKK. The KKK people and like drop their convert some of them like back to being non-racist and shit. Yeah, I'm like, would, and then they would give him their robe. I'm pretty sure the FBI and shit like are afraid of people like that mostly because they know that to actually, yo, to change anybody's heart, you just got to show them you're a human being, which means you got to step into the be- which like takes a lot of dignity, man. What's that thing? Um, like that 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 black guy who's what's his name again? Daryl Davis. He's ultimately what he's doing is is like how do I phrase this? He, he, like, recognizes the trauma that exists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you remove yourself, or when you heal your own trauma, you're able to look at the great, like the greater picture of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he's able, he's able to remove himself from the whole slavery context. Yeah. And just go into the fucking, walk into fire. Yeah. And give them a hug. But he's water, and they're covered in flames. And they don't realize that they're all covered in flames. And, you know... He's dousing them. Yeah, I'm, I'm striking this from the record. Uh, we're not about spreading positivity and unity and humanity <laughs> here at the podcast. Please continue to watch memes and live your degenerative life. Don't read books, uh, pornography all day, <laughs> drink, and take prescription drugs. Uh, I'm not condoning this message, me, so you can't sue me. I'm just saying if this is the life that you like to live, don't let me judge you or stop you. Do your thing. I'm not Martin Luther King. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have enjoyed that and you're not into uh, fighting or MMA, then this is the end of the ride for you. I hope you've enjoyed Black Suits, the podcast season four, episode nine. If not, Dante and I are briefly going to recap this last week's UFC 287 event, and boy, what a fucking event it was. I actually have the tab opened up if you want to. If you want to. Um, Dante, this is your, I, I completely defer MMA expertise to you on this podcast. I am merely a fan that had hoop dreams. I wanted to be a fighter. I threw up my first day of training. Same. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, I do not have the in-depth knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are an MMA fan, you are on the right podcast because Dante right here is is the the guy, bro, is the guy. First of all, how many of your predictions did you get right this event? I didn't do too well. Damn, I just said what I said, you son of a bitch. I have to be honest. I have to be honest. All right, I respect it. I respect it. One, some of the picks that I make, even though, like, I, I could just choose the logic picks. You know what I mean? And that could be like, you know, this guy. Oh, you're still making picks with heart? No. Like you're still making picks with like fighters that you like? So like, but I do it for fun because like I like Masvidal. But if you were to. But I I would. But wait, you picked it. No. I love Masvidal too. I know, but I would, I would pick Dorino to win. You get what I'm saying? Dorino? Against Masvidal? Oh. Yeah. 
Gilbert Burns. You called him Dorino. Wow. That's his. I know, but I'm like, even I, that was too much. <laughs> See what deep. I mean? My bad, my so bad. this is the guy for <laughs> MMA talk because he'll give you like their fucking <laughs> the birth Brazilian name and name. shit. Like, yeah, like literally this nigga knows his Brazilian name, bro. What? All right. Fair enough. All right. My bad, my Continue. Bad. No, do not hear bad, bro. I'm bigging you up. <laughs> if anything, I'm just flabbergasted. This is in-depth knowledge uh, that we require and, and also need on these recaps. Um, and actually, before we get further into it, Let's get your rating. Let's get your star rating for the event out of five. Is five too too little? Should we do out of ten? Honestly, it should be like out of a thousand. What the frig? Yeah, but I'll give it. So then you could average it down. Like you could then boil it down to a ten. In a way, yeah. Like I would, I would give this one out of ten. I'll give it a solid nine. This is this nine. Is, this is part of the nine club. Yeah. Damn. I was going to say eight. It was a very good event. Well, actually, it was a very very good event. But this is what pushes it to a nine. Okay. The storyline. Yeah, the storyline. That pushes it to a nine. The storyline. I mean, because it could just be any other fight. Yeah. But they had that history. And then the way that it ended. On top of everything that happened throughout the card. Because the card itself was amazing. And then to top it off. It was a very good card, man. To top it all off. With the storyline. You know what felt weird was to see, even though I know like he's coming off of uh like some losing streaks, like Gaslam. Mm-hmm. Gaslam. He looked really good. Dude, he had like his performance. Yeah. It was like he was at the top of the top still. Yeah. 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 Like you know that hunger is in him, bro, because he doesn't yeah. belong. What was he on? Prelims? No, I think he was main he card. Was, he was he was main though. card. He was early. Yeah. He might have been the first card like he first fight on main card. Or last card like last fight on prelims. Right here. Uh, so main card. Okay, yeah, he's main card. Good oh, for no, him. no, no, this is prelims because Raul, Holland, Font, Comey. Yeah, main. yeah. See, so he, so he was prelim. he was the prelim main event. Yeah. Prelim. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Prelim, prelim, prelim. I'll the, say prelim the, some like more. Premier, whatever. Um, prelim, but yeah. It felt weird watching him there because I've just been I've seen him fight so much at the top. Yeah. And have such good fights. Yeah. So it was nice to see him get that. Yeah. That uh come like that comeback i guess yeah he's got and it the, was a good it was it was a good guy to get it yeah i think he got performance of the night bonus no yeah or fight of the night bonus I, I have to check i don't check all that stuff i've I've seen it for too many years but uh <laughs> um what were fight. your top three fights of the night um okay one is he fight two i liked gastelum fight three i liked the the rob font one that was great yeah 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 that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just like right, saying Rob Font. It's a fun name. Yeah, it's, um, it's crisp. Yeah. But that that he put he put him into the ground, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of put him into the ground, we have to shout outs to Izzy, uh, bringing back a title to to Africa and New Zealand, respectively. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of restoring that three that three kings shit. Yeah. Need Kamara to get that gold back, and we already know Francis never really lost the belt, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you wanna you wanna go into a little because you texted. What did you text me right before this event? Well, you asked me who's gonna win. Yeah, right. So he texted me. He's like, "Doctor, who who you got for tonight? I'm gonna make bets, but I'm gonna ignore <laughs> your advice." <laughs> <laughs> um, but you asked me who's gonna win, and I'm like, "I got Israel Adesanya winning via storyline." That's what I texted you, like at like 7 p.m. This little MMA nerd, bro. This fucking guy texted me Adesanya via storyline, and he couldn't have been more right. Holy shit, bro. Like, 
the, the just the arrows at the end just pulled out the arrows and just clah, 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 just fired like three arrows into the guy's head yeah. figurative arrows yeah. uh, imaginary arrows it felt real though it, oh <laughs> oh they were real because you know Izzy is actually with the the juju like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's with the African juju yeah. and he said it in his post fight press conference I know you didn't watch this one but mm-hmm. uh, Izzy was talking about how his whole family like is prayed up and jujued up mm-hmm. like so they believe in the ancestral shit mm-hmm. so 100% Izzy's ancestors were in that octagon with him as they have been every fight yeah um now the one thing that I did notice was um uh Pereira yeah it's Alex Pereira right yeah so he went with the whole ancestor thing this time around too right like he went with his whole indigenous native but he's always done that Oh, has he? Every fight? That's what, who he is. He has the shark tooth and all that stuff, the yeah, headdress yeah, and all that stuff. Been doing that. Okay, I thought I, I I maybe I just don't remember from his last fight. No, he did. He did he, he accentuate it that much? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Did he do the arrow thing too? That's his thing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess his ancestors like had a lesson for him that night. Yeah. Because when he was Cause doing the walk time, when he was Izzy doing that walkout, he fired those arrows at Izzy. From the from the walkout to the octagon. Yeah, but remember, I wonder if Izzy just like deflected them or did like an actual like motion or an action to them or did like the Wonder Woman. Yeah, <laughs> or like some Wakanda Forever shit. Like yeah, this shit does not penetrate me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, what a fucking bait and switch! Yeah. Just mwah, like thing of beauty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was crisp and like they they were swinging. I noticed. Um, Israel, this fight was throwing harder than he normally does, right? So like Israel's like average punch, like he's more about technique. No, but like, and, and like yeah, but like honestly, even though he has power, he he has power, but his power comes from him hitting you in the exact spot he needs to. So correct, he can hit you at a three, but because it's so precise, it's actually a thirteen. You know what I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on average, right? He's just is he just hits you with threes all the time. So he's just like bah, 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 sets you up, boom. So he can hit you with. And threes. he's so crisp with his technique that he's yeah. hitting you. Yeah. So it is making a, a difference over time. Exactly. But this time, dude, it felt like he was throwing like fives to seven. He was doing ninjutsu shit, like like you know, like the the classic the what like the classic like cartoon anime like just uh I'll, dust and fists flying he was like doing that shit just hitting it but like each one of those shots was like impactful and you could see it too man um i was getting worried with the kicks yep Mm -hmm. but no man that's a it's so crazy because that's like a new thing you know what i mean like just to kick in that one specific area like it's it's such like a game. I would imagine it just burns to the point where you. It doesn't. You no, know, you don't feel. It's a nerve, so it's like disconnecting the nerve from like your leg. It's literally chopping a tree down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to the point where you. You can't even stand. Can't stand like, or throw a punch, like cause yeah, you, because you don't have that. Um, footing. I think it was. I think it was. Um, Sahudo. Yeah. Versus, Marlon Chichito. Not. Uh, What's his name? Marlon Marais. Okay. Right? And Marlon Marais was chopping Suhudo's leg like ba 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 ba. And you see, like, you, you know, like when you have like a numb leg and you try to walk on it and you have yeah, like, and control? Yeah. So he kept doing that. And then you can see Suhudo's leg. He's trying and he can't control his ankle. Like he's just like twisting it all over and it's all like messed up. 
But then Cejudo just somehow comes back. But like you can see it, you get like because like fu- yo Cejudo is Cejudo is crazy, uh, a legend in his own right, bro. Like this is Henry Cejudo's judo. Mm-hmm. Henry Sejudo. Yeah, Sejudo. Yeah, I learned judo from Henry Sejudo. There's so many. Me and my homie just used to say these random Sejudo lines, bro. Man, MMA has come such a long way. Um, I guess like from briefly, <laughs> we'll briefly talk about because now you son of a bitch, your world is entering my world, you motherfucker. Well, I I say MMA like it's not just your world. I love MMA yeah, also, yeah. but you're I'm way sure, more bro. like yeah. It's just but Let's explore the territory but, a bit more. It is a now literally the same company as a wrestling company. Yeah. So this that's is, it's funny how how me and you we, we come and connect and then and then all boom of all of a sudden <laughs> two forces collide. Um, Synchronicity. <laughs> I think within the next five years mm-hmm. there's gonna be a super show where they're gonna have a combination of wrestling and MMA. It'll be UFC mm. at, on the same card as WWE. Yeah. I could see maybe that. on a WrestleMania thing, but I don't know why they would do that. I think in the next five years, bro. I don't know why either, but money is the answer for everything. Yeah, okay, I, and, I know that's um, why. They yeah, would. and and ultimately, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like I know, like Dana's got a stronghold on on UFC, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's any time immediate, but I think eventually they're gonna do some sort of crazy, like maybe not okay. Maybe not the same night, but the same weekend. They will package like a major event together. It's like WrestleMania weekend plus UFC two like three hundred whatever three fifty. It's, it's a bundled pay per view. Bundled pay per view all at the same like <laughs> sta- for one deal. Because <laughs> UFC hasn't done a stadium yet. Yeah, they have. Have they? In America, they only go to stadiums. What do you mean? I went to Barclays Center in in Brooklyn. That's an arena, you bitch. What's stadium? stadium like a football stadium. Oh, okay, no. 100,000, 50,000, 70,000, this right, shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they only did it in Australia. Did they do Wembley? No. They, they did. might have done Wembley. They did. Um, O2. They did O2. So I'm not even sure. But, but I think Australia. Australia, they did in. Australia and Toronto had the biggest ones. They did. Uh, Skydome? Yeah. So they did. Okay. Does but that that's, a but it, Or is that a baseball? It is a stadium. <laughs> it is a stadium. It's a small stadium. Okay. It's like, especially for back then, I don't even think. It's not even 50,000. It's 60 around there now no 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 before because when gsp fought there it was 60 they filled out 60 oh that's a fucking stadium then oh they did a stadium show i give it to them um but wwe does a lot of those yeah and not even no like their pay-per-view like their big pay-per-views they do them like three two to three times a year okay which is a lot of money Mm. and like the whole point of this deal is to fucking make buco bank (laughs) So yeah, I, I'm pretty dollars. sure at some point they're gonna piggyback off of the the stadium success of WWE and do a joint venture, maybe not the same night, because maybe that'll be too much and they really don't want to cross brands like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I wouldn't even want them to. I wouldn't want what the fuck would that even be? Because it, it cheapens MMA to me. It does. And um, this is why everyone's a little bit sus of it. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like. We'll see. Because here's here's what I would like to happen, right? Because there there's other combat sports. You know, there's there's MMA, yeah, there's kickboxing, there's Muay Thai, there's grappling, right? One FC, which is like UFC's main competitor, what they do is instead of doing 
MMA-only pay-per-views. They do a pay-per-view where it's MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, and grappling. That's fire, yeah. All in the same ring. Yeah, that's fire. You I know like what that. I mean? Yeah, I like that. That's what the UFC should be doing because they they have like the Fight Pass, they have EBI, they have the UFC invitation. But again, you're thinking more on the sports side. They're not a sports company anymore, bro. You got they're an entertainment company. Yeah, Endeavor Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not, they don't give a fuck about that shit. They're, and they're literally, Ari Emanuel, the owner of Endeavor Group, like that, that guy's literally known for like creating money making deals mm -hmm. in the sports world, in the TV specifically world. Like he, he brokered TV. that whole ESPN Plus deal. With uh, with UFC, which has been huge money maker for them, yeah, huge money maker for them, which come which packaged in all the UFC stuff. Yeah, I don't think Fight Pass is included in that. That's like their own separate thing. Yeah, that's UFC's um, own thing. But one hundred percent expect WWE. They're on Peacock Network now, which is like an American only, like NBC run and owned because okay. they have a deal with U Universal. Mm -hmm. But their rights deal is coming up. The WWE deal is coming up, and now that they're with Ari mm -hmm. and Endeavor Group. You might end up seeing WWE on ESPN Plus and all that shit. They might start oh, be that, yeah, yeah. Because it, I, it, I would have assumed that it was already there, but exactly. Not, but right the now, fact it's that like, UFC got there before wrestling is crazy. Well, wrestling has a long history. Again, it's more entertainment than sport. Yeah. So it has a longer history of being on, on TV. network television. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah. So the, yeah. Makes it's sense. more like riveting Monday so, nights. Oh, so yeah, it's more riveting right. Monday nights as opposed to like it's Monday it, night football. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. It was more of like a, a show rather than a sport. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it wouldn't be on sports TV. Correct. Until Endeavor does whatever they're gonna do with it. <laughs> um, but I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, Dante, you got any closing thoughts or anything? All right. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good uh, where can the people find you? Uh, find me on Instagram at person. The number one, and then P-R-O-D. Dope. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Black Zeus, the podcast season four, episode nine. I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. You can see it on the ticker across at the bottom throughout the entire episode. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, hit the like button. New episodes every Wednesday. Uh, comedy clips are up now, and uh, segment clips are up. We're more active on the channel, so there's more of a reason for you to be around. But we do appreciate you. We love you. You are the beautiful people of Black Zeus the Podcast. Till next time. Peace, peace. Ah, I forgot. Forgot. You think I forgot? You think I forgot? What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for watching this. If you like that, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the notification button. We got new podcast episodes every Wednesday, comedy clips and segment clips throughout the week. Follow me. I'm AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Dante is person one prod. And, uh, you know, stay beautiful. Peace, peace.